I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, it's Allie for the Hollywood Life podcast and we are so excited to talk about a new couple and a few other things going on in the celebrity world but first I want to say hi Bonnie. Hello Allie. Yeah it's like we're really in the throes of summer so there's a summer romance going on and so much so many summer vacations. I just was looking at pictures of Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom with um, their little daughter Daisy who is so adorable and um, his son, and they're kissing, and it's really nice. They've been together like seven or eight years. I know. They're so cute together. Um, It definitely is the summer of love, and we will get into that. But first, of course, guys, we have a great interview at the end of Bonnie and I's little chat here um, with Neve Shulman today. He is a a return guest, the host of Catfish. Uh, We talk all about why... Catfish is still such a prevalent show. I mean, he's been doing it for over a decade on MTV. People are still getting catfished. It sure are. Um, And he has some really interesting thoughts as to why, even within this like modern internet age, where you should really be able to figure everything out about somebody. (laughs) Uh, So tools to research. Of course, you're exposed to a lot more people that you wouldn't have met before. Yeah. You're meeting them at a distance. But still, there's ways to check people out. (laughs) There's ways to check people out. And I'll let him explain why he thinks that that doesn't happen. But it's very interesting. So I would stay tuned. Um, But Bonnie, like you said, love is in the air. Summer of love um, between what people really believe is the world's most eligible bachelor right now, Tom Brady. And top model Irina Shayk swooping in, taking, taking the bait. Yeah, well, I listen, it was only a matter of time before Tom was going to show up with someone because, yeah, he is so handsome, so rich, so fit, mm-hmm. and so eligible. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, he split from his, his wife of 13 years, Giselle several months ago and it's very definitive they've got separate houses now um they seem to be co-parenting really well but yeah he hadn't been seen dating until there were photographs this week of him with Irene Irina Shake in his in his car and you could see he was like touching her face very gently And apparently he picked her up at the Bel Air Hotel the evening before, and he was taking her back there the morning after. Yes. And then he picked her up later that day again for another just like date day. Um, 
like, I don't know, like if they just kept going back to his house, I guess. Um, you know, I think that worked out very, well, I guess. I guess they turned out to be very compatible. Especially it was Giselle's birthday, her 43rd birthday. She's on a trip in Brazil celebrating her birthday with their kids and her twin sister. Um, and you know, Tom took the opportunity of having the weekend off from his kids to to yeah, romance. Um, but I think it is very interesting. You know, there's been a lot of reports of a lot of different women, quote unquote, this is from the outlets, throwing themselves at Tom. I, I had heard about yeah. it at that white party um, that Michael Rubin threw at the in the Hamptons. Um, and then of course, Irina and Tom were both at the same wedding in Sardinia back in June. And there were reports that she was throwing herself at him, um, which her reps did deny. But it does sound like that they have been chatting since that wedding. And, you know, maybe maybe she came out to LA to see, because she's usually New York-based because that's where her daughter yeah. school. Bradley Cooper's here, her ex. Um, and so she seems like she flew out to, to LA to see if the magic was there. Yeah, I, I would imagine that she did. So it, I doubt she was throwing herself at him. That doesn't sound like the, the best approach, but they must've been talking. And so they decided to take it to the next level and good for her. And what I'm glad to see is that, you know, she's, kind of age appropriate for him. Um, is he 45, 46, and she's 37. So it's not like he's dating, like it's not a Leo DiCaprio situation where he's starting to date girls half his age. She's mm-hmm. a mature woman. She's got a, a daughter. She's had a long relationship with Bradley Cooper, who's her ex. And so they've got a lot in common. Yeah. What I kind of found really interesting that like came right to my attention um, was that everybody has been trying to put Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady together. Um, and there's no really facts, whether to, if they're interested in each other, if they even really know each other very well, despite like kind of walking in similar circles. Um, and you know, Kim saying that she has a crush on somebody and she wasn't going to reveal it because she wanted to see if it was, you know, could come to fruition. Um, and everyone was like, Oh, it must be Tom. Um, so with that on the back of my mind, remember when Kanye and Kim broke up, Irina and Kanye dated. That's right. Very, very short period of time. Very, very short. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm sure she probably was like, oh, he's crazy uh, and stopped. <laughs> but I that was who Kanye was first put with or not put with, but, um, you know, moved on with. Well, she's good she is gorgeous, but gorgeous. You know, like, Irina, like really going for the most eligible bachelors, like kind of as soon as she can. I felt well, that was- I think hell not. And yeah. I mean, come on, Allie, if we were single women and we were at a party with Tom Brady and if he was as nice as he seemed in that 80 for Brady or whatever it was called movie. Yeah. We could, we throw ourselves at him. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. No question. Rich, Rich would want me to. Yeah. (laughs) He'd be like, please do that. (laughs) Yeah. Is that your, is that like, what what is that phrase where like you're allowed your pass? My hall pass. Yeah. Yeah, That wouldn't be my hall pass, but Rich would allow it. 
Uh, <laughs> he would be like, do it for me and you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And while you're at it, maybe have a baby with him. And then yeah. he, and then, you know, once he knew it was his, like, think we could live on that forever. Totally. That's Great idea. You've seen, you've seen too much. If that's where your brain goes, you're like, I've seen too many celebs do that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess we'll have to see where it goes. There's some reports saying that Irina and Tom are serious. There's some saying that it's a fling. So well, but we'll they have- don't even know at this point if they're, you know, when you're starting a romance, you don't know. Where yeah. it's going. Like yeah, you're just, you're into it and you're enjoying it and you're yeah, you're seeing how it develops. Agreed, agreed. But that was some um some interesting news to kick off the week. And then, you and know, no has to be okay with it. I mean, she wanted this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She has to be okay with it. And she, I mean, she hasn't been really linked romantically to anybody, but she's been hanging out with that trainer, that gorgeous trainer she's got. Um, yeah. you know, she'll find somebody when she finds the right person. Absolutely. Yeah. All signs point to her being uh, supportive, you know? Uh, So, you know, some other things that are going on within the world of Hollywood, there's reports um, and then confirmation that Tori Kelly, a singer, um, she was hospitalized and is still in serious condition after um, collapsing while at dinner. And they yeah. found blood clots uh, all, all throughout her body. Yeah, on her, around her organs. And there was concern that there might be blood clots around her heart. I mean, listen, this is reporting. We don't know how accurate it is. You know, she has not made a state. I mean, she's in the ICU. And no one has made a statement about her condition on her behalf. And so, you know, we're, we don't know more about it, except that she's in the ICU and that she was taken there from dinner. She's only 30 years old. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, her husband, though, of um, a few years posted, uh, he posted a song that she sang with Justin Bieber. And there's a line in it about how it's all going to be all right. So everybody is hoping that that's a message that he is sending to her fans and to, you know, anybody who cares about her as she's a young woman. Um, So let's hope that that is the truth. But um, listen, you know, celebrities are like everybody else. Things can happen to them. And often they push themselves really, really hard. Yeah. Um, Well, look, we saw Madonna this summer. She's pushed herself so hard um, to prepare for her tour that she completely ignored all the symptoms that she had of an infection. And Mm -hmm. she ended up being found unconscious on the floor one day and then being in the hospital for several days. Yeah, no, it's it's so scary. And exactly, Bonnie, just like you said, I mean, we often forget that celebrities are not invincible and, and they're human, just like the rest of us. Um, and, you know, I think that like you said, Tori's young and hopefully that works in her favor. I mean, I, I remember this kind of reminded me a little bit of, uh, Venus Williams, who she had had a pulmonary embolism, um, several years ago. And, it kind of came from flying a lot. And that happens when you're traveling a lot, when you're on the road a lot, you're sitting, you're you're in kind of stationary and going from one place to another. Um, and so, you know, I think that it sounds like they 
were very on top of things. They were able to get her stabilized. Um, she's yeah, getting out. her into a top hospital. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, you know, our thoughts and well wishes go, go to her. Um, and also to Bronnie James, LeBron James's son, who uh, is 18 so years old. Scary. He suffered cardiac arrest at the uh, USC basketball practice. Yeah. He'll be attending uh, next year. He also is in stable condition, um, but he was uh, taken from practice in an ambulance to the hospital. Yeah. Well, listen, cardiac arrest is super serious. Like that means your heart stopped. And luckily there were people there who I, I, I mean, USC, it's a very big school. It's very professional. They're student athletes, very professional um, team and organization. They had, I guess they had medics there and they were able to get his heart going again, I assume, because he, you know, he is stable. He made it to the hospital and now he's stable and he's out of the, even out of the ICU. But, you know, it, it I'm sure that he's going to have to just, like his heart's got to be checked, like every single part of it. He's got to be physically checked because, you know, 18 year olds don't just go into cardiac arrest. Like they're much, something's going on there. Absolutely. So, you know, it's very interesting because we have seen this before in the sports world. This happens, especially to basketball players. It's, it's happened a lot. And now they do, um, Oh my gosh. Well, it, I, it happened at a, my fiance's high school during one of their basketball games. One yeah. of the kids went down and there was a cardiologist luckily in the, the, or his dad, the guy's dad was a cardiologist and got his heart restarted. But like that, it happens a lot to these student athletes and they have, um, a, you know, an undetected heart issue. Yes. And now they do so much testing. Like I remember going, having to do like yearly EKGs as a student athlete, kind of after this started happening a lot. And so what, to me, what is incredibly surprising is that Bronny is like, has NBA aspirations. Like he was probably going to play at USC for a year or two before going into the NBA. He's very good. And they do this testing, especially on the basketball players, because this is so common. So, and, and I think it's common because they're so tall. And so it takes a lot right. for their heart to work to like pump. Right. You, you also hear about football players, the same thing happening too. And look at what happened to DeMar where he got. But that was from a hit. That right. was from a hit. This is from, so this stuff is usually detected. And so to me, what was incredibly surprising was that they had not detected this yes on before um and what usually happens to these basketball players that this happens to they can't play again yeah Um, it's a heart condition it's not like damar hamlin where he got hit they had to restart his heart and just get it back into rhythm and he could play again essentially he could be cleared to play this is a permanent he's been cleared to play apparently this is a permanent heart condition if that's what it was i don't know if you know there's something else going on here. Um, but I just am happy that they got him to the hospital and he's stabilized. He's well, the most important thing is that he's fine and uh, that he's, but I, I agree. I mean, there's no way he can get back on a basketball court without having been completely checked out. And yes, it could be some kind of arrhythmia. Mm-hmm. It, there's also something, I mean, I know a very unfortunate situation 
of a family uh, where they lost a son when he was in his teenage years from something called long QT syndrome, which is another type of a heart condition that was not detected, that's genetic, and your heart can just stop. Right. Wow. So let's listen. He must feel so much pressure. I'm sure he loves the idea of basketball. His father, it's like the, you and he's know, very good at it. And he's very good. He's inherited the genes. His, he's inspired by his dad and coached by his dad. And, but, you know, the most important thing is his health. And LeBron said he's the first in their family, either of his family or his mom's family to go to college. And so just to be attending a great school like USC, LeBron was so happy just about yeah. that. And, you know, so he'll make his way in academics. Yeah. You, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. So that's the most important. Um, and so, you know, we'll keep, again, our thoughts and prayers with the James family, with Bronny, um, and keep keep everyone posted on the situation on hollywoodlife.com. Um, if you guys, you know, want more on these stories, please go to the website because we're always updating things, always posting. There are. We get all the latest. Yes. Um, well, I think that that is it for us today, other than um, staying tuned for this Neep Schulman interview. And of course, guys, please uh, giving us a five-star rating, uh, commenting your favorite part of the podcast, what you want to hear more of. We're always listening. So definitely let us know. Yeah. Which celebs you want to hear most about because we know a lot about a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. I love that. Know a lot about a lot. That's the yeah. motto. <laughs> Awesome, Bonnie. Well, thanks for chatting and thank you guys for listening today. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hollywood Life Podcast. I am so excited to have a special guest with me today. Uh, He's going to fill us in on all things we need to know about car fishing as he does cat fishing uh, and so much more. So I have Neve Shulman here. Hi, Neve. Thanks for joining. Hey, Allie. So good to have you here today. Um, And let's jump right into a little bit about your partnership that you are uh, here to talk about today with AutoTrader and their private exchange uh, and how we can use it. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, well, so I've spent the last 11 years trying to help people avoid getting catfished and even more so educate viewers on ways to look out for themselves when it comes to online relationships. Uh, I've also always been and continue to be a automobile enthusiast. Uh, I love classic cars. I've had a bunch of them. Uh, and as a result, I've, I've bought and sold a lot of cars myself. Um, and sometimes you can get really taken. Uh, mm-hmm. People misrepresent their cars. Uh, they overcharge, you know, They fudge the details, whatever it might be. Um, And so similar to entering into a romantic relationship, uh, you know, when you enter into a relationship with your next car, which it really is, I mean, it's a very intimate thing. You know, this is something you're going to use all the time. For a lot of people, it's the biggest purchase they've ever made. Uh, Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you know exactly what you're getting and that you're not uh, getting car fished. Car fished. Um, So I was excited when I found out uh, there was an opportunity to work with autotrader.com to uh, let people know about their um, private seller exchange um, because it really takes a lot of the uh, worry out of buying a used car. 
Mm-hmm. So how exactly does it work? It provides pretty much all that yeah. information. It's pretty simple. I mean, basically you go on their site, you, you plug in what you're looking for, um, the year or the make, or, or even just the type of car, uh, proximity in terms of miles. It's a lot like dating, uh, you right. know, app actually. Um, and then it just shows you the listings, but, but what's great is that in order to create an account, uh, as a buyer or a seller, um, auto trader does a sort of verification process just to make sure that you are a real human, um, and that you're not some, you know, known car criminal or who knows what. Right. So that's the first step. So everyone on there is, is verified. Uh, the next thing that's nice is that Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All the cars that get listed uh, have or come with a vehicle history report. So you can immediately see the service record if there's ever been an accident, you know, title issue, mileage discrepancies, whatever. Um, So that's also really nice. And then, in my opinion, the best part is that the money transfer for the sale goes through auto traders website. Uh So you don't have to worry about showing up to buy some car with an envelope of cash and potentially getting robbed. Um, or if you're the seller, you know, when the funds arrive and are held sort of through the site that they're there, it just takes a lot of the worry, um, and headache out of buying a car. Plus if you're a buyer and you need a car loan, you can also partner with one of the, uh, finance, uh, institutions that auto trader has built into the site. So it's just like for me as someone who has bought and sold a lot of cars using open marketplaces on the internet and know how much time can be wasted and how you can really think you're getting one thing and get something totally like auto trader has taken a lot of the red flags and question marks uh, out of the whole process. And I think they did a great job. Yeah. It definitely feels like they're, kind of that good middleman that everybody should have a little bit, you know, like a matchmaker. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, they are. They're kind of like car matchmakers. (laughs) Right. Exactly. They do all the vetting. I mean, couldn't ask for anything better because especially in this age, I mean, we're hearing so much these days about spammers. You know, I saw something crazy the other day about um, someone like scammers that are changing um airport airline numbers and just crazy stuff that really people fall victim uh, to all the time. Look, I I even recently uh I was looking for a car for my wife and found one on a, you know, open marketplace. Went and looked at it. It seemed great, but I had asked a few times for the vehicle history report um and the guy had kept saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you." And he hadn't sent it to me. Um, and so I took a picture of the VIN number when I saw the car and I just got home and I ran, you know, a a history report and I saw that the car had a, had, I guess at some point had had the odometer replaced because it actually had way more miles than it was showing. Um, so even though the car looked good and the price was a little too good to be true, 
I wouldn't have known if I hadn't done that myself. And so people will take advantage of you. Um, and who knows what other potential issues or problems that car had that I might've discovered, uh, you know, down the road. So knowing what you're getting is the first step. Um, knowing who you're getting it from is obviously important. And then making sure that you're paying a fair price, which is also nice about the website because it shows you based on comparable vehicles, if the price that they're asking for is below, above, or sort of average market value. So it really takes a lot of the, you know, mistakes and, and mishaps um, and questions for the average car buyer sort of out of the picture, which is great. Yeah. Oh, well, we love that. And it feels like <laughs> such a, um, you know, great partnership for you considering your background um, in helping people uh, figure out kind of the background of others, uh, <laughs> I should say. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, it's been 11 years, you've been doing this. I mean, how has the kind of environment changed over those 11 years? Like ha- in in ways people are catfishing, is it happening more? Is it happening less? Because um, I can kind of see it going both ways. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because in some ways, obviously technology has advanced so much now that the ways that you could potentially catfish people, um, you know, in terms of convincingly creating fake images or altering images or whatever, like it it surely has had its hand in some relationships. But what I find so fascinating is that for the most part, the types of stories that we see on catfish for the past 11 years over and over again, all follow a very similar storyline and they don't really involve sophisticated lies or complex technological, you know, deception. It It's usually pretty straightforward. Um, someone has some insecurity or uh, issue that they're dealing with that inspires them to create a fake account. Um, they sort of accidentally match with or or bump into or get suggested friends with someone. And that friendship and, and conversation sort of sparks a romantic intimacy. And before they know it, they're six months or six years into a relationship and they don't know how to tell the truth. Um, now, obviously, there are lots of people who are using technology to deceive and they're they're really scammers, um, whether it's romance scams or utility scams or car scams. Like there are right. people out there who are just trying to deceive you. Um, but for the most part, there are a lot of people who do accidentally sort of stumble into these relationships um, with, you know, no sort of ill intent uh, and then kind of get caught up and it snowballs and they don't know how to get out of it. And I think that's going to continue. Um Again, if if someone's really trying to make a fake profile to deceive you or to trick you, yes, it's easier than ever to do that. Um, but sadly, most of the people that we help on the show are good people who just make one sort of small bad decision that kind of escalates and leads to more bad decisions that gets them sort of wrapped up in this web of lies. Right. Have you found over the years that the, you know, you said that you usually find with the people who are doing the catfishing that they um, have some sort of insecurity, you know, there's something going on when they like create this persona for themselves. 
Have you found anything on the people who get catfish? Is there a sort of pattern that you find uh, that maybe makes them more susceptible? You know, it's interesting. Yes and no. Uh, I think a lot of people assume that, you know, if you get catfished, it means you're a certain type of person, whether it means that you're gullible or lonely. Um, and I don't think that's true. Uh, I mean, I think, well, I think everybody is a little gullible and at times lonely, uh, right. myself included, having been catfished myself. Right. Um, but I, I think it really can sort of just happen to anyone. Uh, and it has happened to so many different types of people um, because everyone shares the same set of insecurities when it comes to th themselves, their body, uh, their, you know, the, the people that, and their need for love. I mean, we're, we're, we're all looking for the same thing and, and we all have the same issues and um, concerns and fears when it comes to relationships. So uh, what I think happens is when you find love online, it's really the sort of the ratio, excuse me, not the ratio, but the, the formula um, for getting catfished is much more about the variable of the internet than I think it is anything about the people um, involved. Um, because, because there's something I think safe about starting a relationship kind of through the internet. Cause it feels long distance. It feels it's non-physical and people are a lot more likely to open up and kind of be themselves and as a result, be more vulnerable and connect more deeply, um, mm -hmm. which is all good. But the problem is if you haven't verified the person is who they say they are, it leaves a lot of room for unexpected, uh, realities. So, so that's really, I think what, what everyone who gets catfish has in common is that it obviously they, it happens on the internet. Um, <laughs> it sounds kind of dumb and obvious, but I, I do think it's, it's an important thing to think about, right? Cause why, why is it that we allow ourselves to open up more to people sometimes that we don't know? Um, mm -hmm. and what does that tell us about ourselves? Right. Right. And you know, I'm curious, like if people who are catfish once, like people who are like in a cult, like end up being in a cult again, like if people are catfish once right. and catfish again, more susceptible to it or something. No, yeah. I mean, I think, I think the more comfortable you are being. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In yourself and being honest with people in real life, the less likely you are to feel the need to connect with someone in that way on the internet. Um, mm -hmm. So maybe that's that's one of the things that people who get catfish have in common is that they're they either don't have the friend group or the or the one person they feel comfortable really sharing themselves with, um, and and that's why they sort of find that connection mm -hmm. elsewhere. Yeah. Now, why do you think that the show, after all of these years, continues to be such a success and people just love it and they love seeing these lives and these stories told? 
I think it's, it's served as a uh, mirror for a lot of people um, over the years because looking for love and because navigating the internet are such universal truths and realities for everyone. Um, I think everyone can relate to the show. I think we can all relate to both sides, whether it's having someone tell you something that wasn't true and, and sort of the sting and hurt of being lied to. And I think a lot of us can relate to misrepresenting ourselves or, or lying or sort of messing things up in a relationship. Um, because of some small insecurity or some lie that we told that we didn't think much of at the time, but sort of snowballed. So I think there's a lot of um, relatability. Uh, and and I, I'm proud to say, I think that we handle the situations and the people on the show with a lot of empathy and objectivity, which are not terms uh, or or emotions that get used a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. these days, I think people are very judgmental and and harsh on each other and jump to conclusions and don't often give people a chance to explain themselves or consider both sides of the story. Uh, and I like that we do that on the show and I think people are drawn to it. Um, and it's a good reminder that we don't always have to be so hard on ourselves and each other. A hundred percent. Um, now Also, looking um, at your day-to-day, I saw that uh, you did a little thing with another outlet about just kind of how your day goes. And I um, saw that you start, you prioritize working out. Um, Have you tried to still like maintain your Dancing with the Stars shape? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, no. I mean, getting Dancing with the Stars was obviously a very unique pocket of time where my job was essentially... uh, fitness, you know, between the dancing four or five hours a day, uh, also then getting a chance to do physical therapy and work out and go for a run. I mean, I was living my sort of best fitness life. Um, (laughs) I have stayed in, stayed in shape, uh, obviously traveling for the show and being home with three kids makes it a little harder. Um, Mm but I am still running. I'm actually work. I'm, I'm an under armor ambassador now, uh, for, for long distance running. I partnered with them, which is really awesome because they're sending me to all these great running events, uh, all over the, the world. Um, and I've been kept continued my marathon sort of, and now trail running, uh, and relay race. I'm getting really into, um, all kinds of running. Uh, so long distance mostly. So, that's been great. And that's been keeping me, uh, definitely pretty fit. I love that. Um, well, and it's, uh, it's, is definitely hard when, you know, you're probably long distance running, chasing around, uh, the three kids, <laughs> I would think. Yeah, that's, well, that's um, more of a sprint, but yes. <laughs> yeah, that helps us the very different types of running. Um, but three kids at home. Um, and I know you have what a very young one was 17, 18, 19 months, two years. I think he's- yeah, no, you're, you're, he's, I think he's like 22 months now. He's almost two, September, he'll be two. Oh my gosh. So yeah. exciting. Um, so tell me a little bit about just like how your kids each differ from each other and what each one has like taught you about fatherhood and like life differently. Wow. Cause they're each different, right? They're, oh, for, or, oh my God. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, so our six-year-old daughter is an angel. Um, uh-huh. We're very lucky to have had her first. 
um, to sort of ease us into parenthood. Um, but, you know, even at six and a half now or almost seven, you, you know, I'm starting to see the personality and the sass and the independence sort of bubbling up, which is great. I mean, I love it. Um, but I have no idea how to interact with a young adult female. It's very strange. Um, but she's, she's great. She's patient and understanding and she's a great big sister to her two little brothers. That our middle son, um, who's four and a half is me. He's like the very emotional, sensitive, um, you know, really high highs and really low lows. Um, but so fun and so clever and wonderful. Um, and, and we love him. And then Sai, who's a baby, like what a wild experience to be the third kid. Um, and to have to sort of make your way and, and keep up with and figure out, you know, who you are with two other you know, older kids, siblings. Um, so he's starting to really kind of show himself and, and, you know, now that he's starting to talk, it's really cute. Um, all the things that he's interested in uh, right now it's bubbles bubbles are big oh. um but uh he also loves pointing out dirt anywhere he sees like whether it's in the bathtub if he sees a little dirt or hair like he's a real he's like become a little um you know Roomba he like loves looking yeah. for and, and identifying <laughs> anything that could be considered out of place uh, so that's pretty cute um Someone yeah, just, oh, go ahead. They all really are all very different. Um, yeah. Which is wild and fun to see. Um, and, and tricky, you know, you have to learn how to handle each of them. And, and the real yeah. interesting thing also is about the combinations, right? So like my wife and I will joke that there are combinations of kids that one person can handle, but there's some combos that are not as, easy to handle, you know? So right. like you take these two, I'll take this one, or you take the, this and I'll take the, like knowing how to kind of break, break them up, divide and conquer has become uh, a bit more of a strategy. Yeah. You're outnumbered for right. sure, <laughs> which is tough. Um, and I know that, um, Laura had opened up back in the, uh, kind of winter about that. She had had a miscarriage. Are you guys, um, hoping for another? <sighs> we're, we're, we're we're not, um, we, I think we, we've agreed now that we're pretty happy and we're so, so lucky to have three healthy, um, wonderful children. So for the moment, I think we're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds <laughs> like they are, they're, they're in the best way, a handful. Um, right. so yeah. Although everyone says once you have like three, it doesn't matter anymore. Just like you yeah. can have as many as you want. Exactly. Uh, but I think those people are trying to trick you into having more kids. So they're not right. the only Who's ones. Saying that? Right. Like the grandparents are the ones saying that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if we have more kids, then for when, like right now, we've just enough that our grand, like a grandparent can come help out and watch the kids. But if we have another one, then it's like, no way. Right. They're tapped out too. <laughs> yeah. You can get a dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad, now my daughter's won't stop asking for a Pomeranian. That's what we had Pomeranians. Oh, well, we'll see. Maybe that'll be our next uh, yeah. baby. 
neck baby in the family. Um, and then just gearing up for the um, upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars. Um, they've started to like briefly announce some. Uh, oh, fun. Here and there. Are you still in touch with your um, fellow competitor? Yeah, Jenna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still, uh, yeah, I still message with Jenna a lot. She, you know, she had her uh, baby, uh, I guess it's already been like six months now or something, but yeah. um, I, and I love the show and I'm, I've been following it since I was on. Um, and I, I think, I hope she's going to be back this season. Um, I haven't looked at the roster yet, um, but, uh, but yeah, I have a f- few people from the show that I still stay in touch with. Um, both the dance, both on the dancing side and the, and the creative side. Uh, and I can't wait. I can't wait to watch uh, and see who's on <laughs> and, and secretly hope that they'll first find some strange reason to invite me back for some like oh, reunion yeah. season. <laughs> have you gotten to meet Jenna and Val's, uh, son? I have not met Romeo, I think, right. Is his name? I have not yet met, met him. Cause I, you know, I'm not out in LA that much. Um, and they okay. travel a lot. So between our, schedules it just hasn't happened but um yeah we sent them a a cute i can't i think we said i can't remember if we sent them a little pair of shoes or some sort of cute thing but anyway (laughs) yeah oh that's so fun though that they that you're still in touch with them and that that family is still uh going strong season um well we are so excited again to have you on today and of course that you are um promoting this great partnership with auto trader that everyone should be using yeah i mean look if you're if you're looking for a car start on autotrader.com uh mm-hmm. you might find the exact one you're looking for and it might just be down the road so give it a try amazing thank you so much <laughs> Neve. all right thanks awesome